Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, August 18th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Juno Ecosystem Growth and Sustainability Fund, hosted by Kevin Garrison. Let's take a listen. All right. Well, I just want to kick it off here. Now we got everyone in the uh, up in the house. So uh, some of you may have noticed a proposal which went up on Commonwealth and stoked the fires of contention and spirited discourse um, in regards to uh, the Juno Ecosystem Growth and Sustainability Fund that's being proposed and Juno Swap. Um, so I wanted to put together the space, get everyone in one spot and kind of talk about some of the potential future plans for Juno and, and sort of an overall growth fund and talk a little bit about some of the good stuff that's been happening on the uh, Terra Developer Fund. We got Jack and Jake and Ben up here, as well as myself. And uh, that is the topic of discussion for today. So, hey, everyone. Well, hey, Kevin. Thanks for having us. And, uh, you know, we got to get our uh, DPS quota in because if we don't meet that, like, number go down, down bad. <laughs> it's never a dull day. I'm, I'm still a big fan of Joe Abbey's petition for a dull day, but. I haven't seen enough signatures on that for it to come to reality. I think I think the lack of dull days is making Joe's hair faster than his six kids, hair gray faster than his six kids ever will. But, you know, who knows? <laughs> I, I humbly submit my veto on having a dull day. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I wanted to just kick it off by uh, mentioning <clears throat> maybe some of the uh, annoying stuff, which is um you know in in putting the commonwealth prop up there there was uh some uh, noticeable spirited discussion around juniswap incentives uh raw utility all these things uh, understandably um and it is 100% i, I take full responsibility for a, a a lack of fully coordinated effort there on uh communicating to all parties prior to that going out so that the uh yeah particular particularly on your end, Ben. Yeah, so sorry to, to interrupt here, but like, uh, just to like clear the air a little bit, like it, we, it kind of feels like we've like combined a bunch of things into like one discussion that like don't, like as a community, like we should, we should have separate conversations around separate things. It's like how I'm feeling. Like, like I want to really start this with like the the Juno Development Fund, or is that, what, what's, what's the name we're using? I want to make sure I get it right. Uh, Juno uh, Ecosystem Growth and Sustainability Fund. Uh, you know, title Juno pending. Ecosystem Growth and Sustainability Fund. Great. I am super <laughs> for this. I think that's been something that's been missing um, in the Juno ecosystem. Uh, I think we need to be making sure that we are taking uh, Juno and spending it like like as the TDF has successfully proven that we can take Juno 
turn it into successful projects and make Juno like, you know, really support our developers, really support our teams and make, make Juno have some really kick-ass projects. So just want to start off with that. I'm super positive on that, on that idea. Absolutely. Totally. And uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a good way to do this is like, I, I mean, I kind of agree with Ben. There's like a lot in the proposal and I think it's worth like teasing apart all the different pieces, probably also running through what the Terra developer was and has been. And like, I, I don't think people realize like how incredibly, like, I, I think it's been like an awesome success. And so maybe it's worth like running through that a little bit and then talking about what the goals of this ecosystem development fund are. And then, you know, there's the question of like, how does it get funded? Um, and, you know, maybe, maybe we can come to some constructive ideas of how we want to like go about breaking this up and exploring the different options in front of us. Yeah, I, I, I did reiterate on the Terran Developer Fund. I think it would be nice to, to get a little more visibility on it. Um, I think it's bit, like it has done some really amazing work. I think a lot of it's not quite visible yet, but in like from just hearing teams and progress in like the next couple of weeks uh, or month or so, I think we're going to start to see some really great results from TDF and some really great projects on Juno. Yeah, I just want to like take a second to zoom back out and bring everyone back to that shitty week where Terra went down. Like, you know, we had just been through a multi-year bull market, like a year and a half of a bull market. It had been a wild ride for most of the Cosmos companies. And most of the liquidity in IBC was coming via UST as the primary stable coin. Looking at osmosis volumes, you can kind of see this in the most drastic graph possible. But many of these teams in Terra went from a place where they had multi-year runway and huge projects out ahead of them that they were planning to launch only on Terra and went to having maybe a month or two of runway and lacking a platform to launch the work that they've been doing for the last year plus sometimes anywhere. And, you know, the Juno community really opened our arms to those folks. And we put up a bunch of money to put our money where our mouth was. And we said, hey, we'll help pay salaries and keep people working on this core technology. Come launch your product on Juno. We've got a better Cosmosm environment and we're more connected to IBC. And, you know, just anecdotally, the folks that are in the development rooms in Juno talking about building and building, um, there's a huge chunk of Xterra people now. And there's just a tremendous amount of exciting things being worked on, new products being launched. And the, the energy in Juno is like, changed for the better in, in an awesome way. And a lot of that is because of this influx of folks from Terra that we were able to capture a huge chunk of. And it's a credit to folks like Kevin, who's on this call, who did a bunch of the really hard BD work to sit down, talk to all these companies, put together grant applications. And through that, he's developed a lot of expertise that we think can help the Juno community in the long term too. And, you know, what we need to do is kind of continue to invest in this function that brings in new projects on a continuing basis. And, you know, I think that that's kind of the core of what this proposal is. And to Ben's point, like, we need to sort of separate some of the, the threads here, because I think this is getting caught up in a lot of JunoSwap discussion that, that, that I don't think really gets to the core point here, which is 
this is a valuable thing that we need to do as an ecosystem. It's already paid huge dividends for us. And if we continue to invest in this, it will continue to pay huge dividends for us. So that, that's kind of how I'd frame this. Uh, I, I love that explanation. And I, I totally agree. And, um, you know, just to share like some cool statistics with people, um, you know, through the Terra Developer Fund, we've uh, had an enormous amount of activity. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't know, but I would have to estimate like we've probably spent over, or at least even just myself personally, like well over 600 hours, um, you know, just talking with protocols, meeting teams, chatting with people coming over from Terra, seeing how we can incorporate them with our uh, local developers, uh, bridge the gaps, create migration paths. We've received over 102 individual, like individual protocol grant requests. Uh, we've talked to essentially every single one of those teams that have come through, like always making sure that we're chatting with them and uh, finding ways that we can get more builders working on Juno. We're starting to see the fruits of those, those labors, which is really, really cool. Like you can go right now and, and mint an NFT on, on the Loop NFT marketplace. Their decks will be coming out soon. They've got another suite of products that they're coming out and they're working on a number of other things, which is really cool. We got Levana that came over from Terra and they're launching their options on, on Juno and that's live on testnet right now in two weeks, they're going to have perpetual swaps, which sounds awesome, even though I don't actually really understand uh, what perp swaps are. Um, but I know it's a big deal. Um, there's a ton of amazing things. We've got on ramps coming from Cato. We have a new web three super wallet with leap that came through the program. You know, we have some really cool DAOs that were created that are doing like nonprofit work like aqua. We have the Talus NFT marketplace. We have Skip Money, which is bringing like responsible MEV into the space. We've got Fan Fury, which is doing sports betting and fantasy stuff. Like, there's a huge amount of traffic that has come through to Juno that is bringing a spotlight to what we're doing, which is really, really cool. And that's like a snapshot off the top of my head. Yeah. And you know what's also really cool is like, even, you know, I think just literally having you as business development and going out and talking with these teams about why it's exciting to build on Juno. Like there were a lot of people we didn't even fund and they've decided to launch on Juno anyway, which is like, to me, like, like that's, that's really awesome. And so I think it really, again, goes to show like how important, like some business development and ecosystem investment is to like grow Juno. Um, you know, so I, I'm really excited about the core of this proposal, which is, I think, this like ecosystem investment DAO. Call it what you will. The current name is a little bit long, but, you know, um, I, I think that concept is like fundamentally awesome. And I could not think of like, you know, someone someone better to be a part of it and like take a lead in like pushing that out. Like it's it's really cool. Um, and it's kind of a shame that the discussion has got caught up in the details. But, you know, maybe that's also a sign. Well, this is why we post things on Commonwealth first, so we can like talk through these things as a community and 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 figure out what's what's important and what we want as a community. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super stoked for the general like, Yeah, yeah, Jake, and just to kind of add on to that, like pretty much every other. Yeah, I can get that. In every other blockchain community, there's one company where people can go, whether it's Ava Labs or the Ethereum Foundation slash Consensus or, um, you know, Protocol Labs and Filecoin. And, and in Cosmos, we're kind of unique in that we don't have that single point of entry. And for Juno itself, which is the most decentralized project within Cosmos, I think, um, we definitely don't. And I think that 
this needs a little bit more time, right? Um, and, and in Juno specifically, like we don't have that any any company to for, for people to come talk to. And I think everyone on this call can think of there's somebody who brought you into Juno. You know, um, even the folks in Core One, like for me, it was a Massey and Block and Jake and Timmy said, hey, like you've been advising us on this for a long time, like come be a part of this Juno thing. And, you know, I, I know I, I see Rama and Putmos and like I know and Max, like somebody brought us all in. We don't have that in any kind of organized way. It's just been this kind of decentralized thing. But having a central point where people are like, oh, this Juno thing is cool. Where can I go talk to a human? That's an incredibly valuable thing that allows us to sort of reach an entirely different class of organization and project that needs a little bit of handholding to get started. And, you know, there's extreme value in this permissionless innovation that we or enable via Juno, but that's really scary for some people. And providing a single point of place for people to come talk to to help get started is just really, really important. And that's what this will provide moving forward. Yeah, I, I really, I really couldn't agree more, Jack. And I, I think we can, we can, you know, a lot of, like you said, a lot of chains have like a company. They have an ecosystem dev fund. I think we can continue to do this in a way that very much Juno. I mean, I can see a future where we would have many, like multiple funds, multiple people, like multiple avenues to get like funding and get involved with Juno. Um, and I think that's something that's really excited. And because we don't have this company, we can really do this in an exciting, unique way. Totally. Like NetaDAO is one of those. Uh, you know, there, there's there's a number of folks that play that role, but Kevin, especially, and let, let me brag on Kevin for a minute here, uh, is just kind of a natural business development guy. Like I, I have worked with a lot of BD guys in the past, and Kevin does a great job of juggling 18 million balls, keeping a bunch of conversations moving and helping connect the people that need to get connected. And, you know, he's proven that with the, the Terra thing. And that's why I'm helping support him. And that's why Jake is helping support him. And that's why Ben is up here helping support this proposal is because like, we've all seen the value that Kevin brings. And, you know, I think it's time to put some more money behind this effort and, and sort of like help continue to spur this uh, growth fund for Juno. Yeah. And it's about bringing it be like the Terra Dev Fund was so successful, but I think it's also about bringing it beyond, you know, ex Terra developers. Like we've had a lot of homegrown projects here on Juno that are not, you know, they're not Xterra developers and finding ways that we can continue to support them and help them grow is also extremely, extremely important, you know, and Juno swap is definitely one of those that like, you know, comes to mind. Um, and so I, I think it's, I think it's an awesome expansion on, I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement that like grow, grow funds DAO or whatever is, is a, is a really good idea and something we want to move forward with. Um, it's probably time to start getting into the you know details of, okay, how do we want to fund this thing? Yeah. I mean, I guess just my, my perspective here is like, um, it, it it's weird to like, I, it, I, I totally understand that we should have a conversation around, around Junoswap, our roadmap, what we want to do. I think we have some exciting things, uh, coming up and want to be more visible about that. Um, but uh, it, it's kind of like trying to combine all this into like one conversation, I think is going to be really tough and it's going to be a little bit divisive. 
Um, I think that that's my my two cents. Because um, the grow the grow Juno fund is just I can can't only imagine is just super super popular. Yeah, I I actually completely agree with you. And and uh, if anything, that that's probably um, the biggest differentiator is it, like let's strip away the original thing here, which is combining too many things and conflating confusing concepts and trying to decide on a thousand things at once and look at, okay, um, by the way, name change midstream, grow Juno fund. It's way easier to say. Sounds like hack Juno, grow Juno. Let's, let's roll with that. So, um, you know, the establishment of a grow Juno fund, I think is really, really crucial to the long-term success of everything. Right. And Juno swap is a, protocol, which would even benefit directly from that, right? Like putting more developer resources into that, that is its own separate conversation. And and I think that one of the things that we can do here is, you know, drive more development resources towards that, you know, flesh out that roadmap and like really revamp that into the kick-ass project that everyone wants it to be. Because it's tough doing it with a really limited developer resource and team. You guys have done an incredible job, like bearing the weight of many, many people to, to bring it to where it's at. But if we look at other DEXs in the ecosystem, like Osmosis, like, and that team is massive, like they're doing a ton of stuff, but they have a ton of people working on it. So I think that having the resources to allocate towards projects that already exist in the ecosystem and then outreach to, you know, things even beyond Terra is a really, really big deal. So the expansion of that scope allows us to attract completely new possibilities and participants in the overall ecosystem. And ultimately that drives up the utilization of the entire network and everyone succeeds, which is really the end goal. Like I just want to see everyone have an incredible multitude of just like an endless stream of applications and developers working in Juno. And, you know, we've already seen so many cool, weird, like utilities and apps and projects that have come in and done like really innovative stuff. Like, you know, we've got raccoons bedding, we've got, you know, ice cream lotteries, we've got, you know, a, a castle that burnt itself down. And we also have like really serious DeFi projects and NFT marketplaces and, um, you know, other DEXs with different approaches that are doing NFT staking. Like there's a ton of innovative stuff that's occurring. And it's one of those things where really intelligently applied investment in these projects can kickstart something which takes on a massive scale and brings in huge amounts of users. Like even, even just with Kato as an on-ramp, the fact that we now have like an on-ramp to bring USDC into the ecosystem, that's as simple as like putting in a debit card, like that has been something that's been missing for so, so, so long and simplifies everything. Like that's a whole new avenue to bring capital into the ecosystem. Because before you remember when they were in that bull market, like, man, things were taking off. But the truth of the matter was, there was very difficult to on-ramp into the ecosystem. You know, imagining a world where we go through this again and we have these roads figured out and these applications to simplify that process is going to just make things go gangbusters next time around. Just as a kind of a random aside, uh, I was looking at some node traffic for uh, Juno nodes and there was some uh, historical data during the bull market you DJs loved that castle. I did too. God, that was so fun. What a what a weird thing. It was the dungeon. That's what got us all. As soon as I saw there was a dungeon, I lost my shit and I threw in way too much money. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a hell of a lot of fun. I you know, it's one of those things that's like the uh the X that you can't quite 
stop thinking about, but you know, at the same time, you still kind of love them. Uh, that's, that's what it feels like. I, I think all us students are into a little bit of financial denomina- uh, uh, financial domination. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's growing the ecosystem, you know, and investing in these projects brings a ton of value to junior holders, whether in the form of airdrops or, you know, potentially some of these deals might involve, you know, like token swaps or whatever. Um, it's really exciting. I mean, I, I feel like we're already getting a lot of clarity just like talking through this. I, I'm on my, my, my gut says we just make a simple proposal, which is just like, let's create the grow Juno, uh, fund sub DAO. Um, let's transfer the existing, you know, let's convert the existing Terra dev fund over to that with like the wider scope. And then we can, you know, start exploring separate proposals for, you know, uh, for, for funding it and making sure that it has enough funds to really invest in projects. But, um, perhaps that's a better path forward. And then that, that would separate like a lot of the questions, you know, around, I mean, I I think that that's an easy win and probably everyone would vote yes on that, but. Yeah. I, I, you know, I just from like a historic perspective here, like um, core one, amazing core one, the dev fund, I think is like a been a tremendous resource and really has like jumpstarted the Juno ecosystem. But I think, What's really good and we're getting out here is distributing a little bit of the like, like core one needs a stack basically. And this is almost like a way for core one to like magnify itself. And it would be interesting to explore like if, if using funds from both the community and the development development fund, the general development fund to deploy um, to like the projects that need it that are really going to grow the ecosystem. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that, you know, there's definitely a lot of things to explore. And I think, Things like this are great because it's like, again, decentralizing Juno, like having a separate sub DAO that is like in charge of these kinds of things with its own mandate is really great. So. Totally. Well, that to me clarifies things quite a bit. And I I think that, you know, the, uh, you know, let's separate the discussions. I totally get that. I have received uh, all the feedbacks and uh, even the spicy ones. And uh, I, I totally get it. We, we want to make sure that everyone's really happy. And like, I think that kind of the hallmark of a good proposal is that it passes with flying colors and that like everyone is totally vibing on it. Like, you know, I think uh, even like the Terra developer fund was like 98% yes. Like that was to me, I go like, cool, that's a win. You know, when we see a proposal that passes with like 60% or something, I'm like, ooh, it's going to be a rough few weeks now. Right. So you know, we want to get this to a place where everyone in the ecosystem is totally vibing on it and feels like it's a go. And um, because ultimately that's the kind of support you need to make an endeavor like this take off and, and really, really succeed. So I'm totally down with that. I think uh, we we put together a, um, you know, an official like Grow Juno subdow fund um, and, and instantiate that, um, you know, and then we can look at funding out with community pool instead of messing with incentives and what have you. and and you know, then hopefully we can also contribute towards polishing up and, and flowing more resources and, and development towards JunoSwap to really uh, light some fire in, in that as well. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, totally. Um, I think that's a, a really great plan going forward and it's great. And, you know, I mean, I do think there's still like open questions around, you know, 
like which pools should be incentivized and things like that. Like Prop 14 was pretty narrow in scope and was involved of a fuck ton of Juno. And so like, but it definitely should be a separate proposal, like keeping, let's just try to keep things as like clean as possible. Um, you know, and yeah, I don't know. I feel like, are, are we, are we in disagreement about anything right now? Damn. Well, I, I'm sure, I'm sure someone on this call disagrees. So we should get people up to share their fee fees. Yeah, I guess so we can. I guess we can just start inviting people up now. I don't, I don't know. I and we we should ask have some questions. That was a good call, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I got our our first victim coming up right now. Hey, Dragon. Pubmos, come and bark at us. Oh, hey, what's up, Kevin and everybody? Yeah, I I just wanted to double down on the uh, the the Kevin train, um, having been directly involved with uh with leading like Levana on finding the new chain so i spoke to so many different ecosystem funds and i gotta tell you that juno being led by kevin was the most organized and the quickest and also respectful um you know i think i spoke to probably more than 10 different ecosystem funds and a lot of them um it was scary how slow they were uh almost like like they were big giant corporate conglomerates um so whatever you're doing is right <laughs> and and um so i think that there but there is a uh something to be said about being lean and small um so i guess however this funding works if you, you know just to keep that kind of same culture which i'm sure you'll do but just wanted to share that well, thank you so much. That's super kind of you to say. And um, we're really stoked to have you guys on Juno. And I've been playing around on a bunch of Levana stuff today. And I'm pretty stoked about it. So uh, thank you very much for the kind words. I really, really appreciate that. And if anyone else wants to come up, please, by all means. Well, I see we, we got uh, Danko and Danko. I never pronounced it right uh, in this stance. That's maybe, maybe you yeah. should come up pretty prestigious just on your uh your point of keeping things working the way they are the uh the current proposal is the pretty much carbon copy of the tdf the same group of people so that's the idea is we want to keep everything the way we are but also very interested in exploring ways that we can all support kevin because uh, let me tell you he had a lot work more work than me on the tdf um i just go up to vote maybe sometimes <laughs> if i make it <laughs> so yeah. it would be really great if we could explore ways to like support Kevin and to continue just being super stoked to do this amazing job he's doing. Definitely. And it's, it takes a lot of hard effort to like put ideas out there. Like I really appreciate all your work on this proposal and I know that some people were frustrated with it. Um, but honestly, like kudos to the people that are actually going out there and trying to make proposals and ideas for moving shit forward. Like, you know, it's like, it's really easy to like sit back and like, you know, criticize, but like, I, you know, really admire like the work you've done, like helping progress, like Juno governance. It's really great. So, Hey, Rama is up here though. What's and hi, Putmos. I love you, Putmos. Good morning, everyone. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, I just wanted to start off with uh, great work, everyone involved in kind of TDF. I think uh, we're starting to see the fruits of that labor and I know that that was a lot of hard work uh, and troubling times for uh, the people who've moved over, but uh, I'm super happy to see everyone moving over. Um, 
the growth fund aspect, uh, I'm in favor of a growth fund. I think it's a positive thing. Um, I do want to have one. Uh, I'm going to come with a bit of a counter argument today just because I think everyone's been uh, super positive and super for it. And I think that, uh, you know, this time I just want to have a discussion, uh, you know, on the other side of the fence, uh, even though I am super in favor of it. So my points are, uh, do we think now is the perfect time to do it, uh, given the the latest growth that we've had with all of the lunar products coming over? So are we driving forward from that momentum and trying to continue that momentum? Um, and, uh, you know, or do we think maybe we should take a step back and, and let those those products settle in? And I'm not talking years or months, you know, maybe, maybe a month or two uh, and then see um, – to kind of see if people start coming across naturally versus us going and approaching them uh, as kind of one point. Um, and then the second point was uh, around kind of sub DAOs and uh, <clears throat> the people involved in those and whether we should potentially start including kind of some key community members uh, in those DAOs. Um, so then it's not necessarily kind of a, uh, a developer slash um, you know, validator type operation. So then the community could, um, you know, elect people to be part of some of those DAOs. So then they feel that they have a little bit more buy-in. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, totally. One thing I want to um, just zero in there is like your comment of should we kind of slow down a little bit and let the organic growth happen? Organic growth is always going to happen and i think that it's sort of like the bread and butter of juno in many ways um this is a debate i've seen over and over again in many different cosmos communities and i, I think that the way that most people experience this now is uh most people complain about cosmos marketing and they say we'd have really bad marketing here but what they really mean is there's just not enough people doing this work of kind of onboarding people into the community and that takes money and time and a sort of a consistent commitment for many folks in the ecosystem. And it's exactly this type of thing, the Juno Growth Fund, the Grow Juno Fund, um, that, that will provide that money and that time, people's time to do this hard work. We always need to be out there doing outreach. You know, we're not going to get where we want to go just by... Uh, just by uh, like trusting this organic growth. If we try to do that, more likely than not, we fail. You know, I did one of the first community spend proposals in Cosmos with Prop 34 on the Cosmos Hub. And that marketing money ended up sort of like creating Juno in a way. It brought in this whole community of people who wanted to see more out out of core cosmos marketing and more work on adoption and those people ended up creating their own chain it was juno and now here we are having the same conversation again and like i just don't want us to fall into the same trap that we fell into in, in on the hub which is we're not spending enough money on this sort of like very very critical outreach and just to give you guys some like orders of magnitude here the hub just had a kind of a contentious governance proposal to spend around $1.5 million on uh, getting teams for interchain security and people bike shedded that number. We just spent $7 million on 
the uh, Terror Development Fund. And that went great. And we don't have anyone complaining because we brought in a ton of people. Like this type of stuff takes a lot of money. It's more money than people are kind of generally comfortable with. And what's best for us as a community is just biting the bullet and spending the money because we have to keep bringing people in. And a lot of that takes money. Our competition has no problem spending millions of dollars. And we need to do that too. If we hope to have a chance, you know, the, the strong organic growth is table stakes. You know, that's the only way we can fight this battle, but you know, we also have to pour a little bit of gas on that sometimes. And that's what this does. Sorry, Jake. No, no, I was just going to double down on that. Like, Totally. Like we're competing against, you know, like near and, and Solana, like near foundation alone has like, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars that just like pumps into like near projects, you know, um, Solana has like an, you know, VC chain has an army of, you know, VCs that are like constantly like, you know, investing in stuff. We need to, you know, build out a similar investment ecosystem and a similar growth ecosystem. Uh, you know, and, and we've definitely had some great progress, you know, um, and we should just double down. I think, uh, I think it's all about double down. Like, sure. We we've done great with organ- organic growth, but like, yeah, um, we still have a long way to go. Yeah. I, to kind of add on like a couple of like kind of different thoughts on this. Um, I totally agree. We, we should be doubling down. We should be growing our ecosystem. I do think the job gets harder after the TDF. Um, like the TDF, part of the reason why it has part of what, what made like why what was such a great success is we were kind of like, you know, almost feasting off this like incredible rich system that that Terra had built that they had pumped a ton of money into. They developed a ton of great projects and we were able to like, you know, really come in and attract them to Juno because Juno's awesome. And I think there's no reason that we we as the Juno community, as the Juno uh Juno developers can't build that ecosystem as well. And I think that's really what we're trying to get here. So we can really just kind of pump up amazing projects and attract a lot of great talent uh, onto our chain. Yeah, completely agreed. I think it's, I think they're valid questions, Rama. Like I, I totally get it. And I, I also strongly agree. Like one of the great things about a sub DAO is that you can vote in new members. And like, I know that we need that backup, like, especially as this expands, like, we're going to need more, uh, you know, like absolute aces uh, working on this. And I, I, that's one of the parts of, of this entire project is like, I want to meet with those who are interested in doing that and uh, work out how to bring them on board to, to really bolster this so that we can accelerate it more. You know, it's going to take more manpower, like Ben is saying, as, as we start actively seeking things out. There's still a ton of um, protocols and projects out there and a a lot of interest. And uh, many of those will happen naturally, but, you know, we have to go out there and and seek them out and be having these conversations and finding great deals for, for Juno holders and pursuing token swaps and investments that ultimately like return a lot more value to the network. So um, I think that, you know, there, there's no, you know, it would be silly to underestimate the effort because it's definitely going to take some serious doing and something that I definitely enjoy uh, quite a bit as I think most in this call have seen. Um, but it's going to take some 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 serious manpower. And, and I think that, you know, these DAOs do need to expand over time and, and to be expanded intelligently and organized and structured in a way that, you know, everybody is really pulling their weight on their particular parts and 
um, you know, also being compensated for good work. You know, I think that's another really key factor. Like, you know, with decentralization, a lot of time it's like you do the work and then we have great things like Hack Juno, which is like retroactive rewards and all that. Um, but we also want to make it something where it's attractive to help build this ecosystem to people and they can make a living doing that. And um, so I think that's a, a key component of actually structuring this in a way that it's sustainable, that it makes sense for the long term, and that it ultimately like achieves the returns that we're intending. Um, and that comes down to like organization and having really talented people in there doing good work. Pay your engineers. I got to jump. Good, good, good hanging out, everybody. Thanks, Jack. Bye, Jack. Later, Jack. Yeah, um, Rama, just, uh, I really like just the just second quickly. part of your oh, question. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, I, I, I just feel like we talked about the first part of your question a lot, but I, I think the second part about like, yeah, growing members from the community, I think that's something we, I really, we can do with SubDAOs is that like provide more and more opportunities for new community members to rise up and get involved. Um, and, and would be certainly open to thinking about new com uh, community members. I think actually launching this uh, Grow Fund is actually probably a good opportunity to think about new community members that we might want to be a part of it. Um, me, me, me. Well, you, you should probably get nominated by someone else, but you know. But yeah, you, I mean, <laughs> we can self-nominate. Uh, I mean, these are, these are things that we have to you know, figure out as a DAO. It's like, how do people get on these sub-DAOs? Um, Every DAO needs a turtle. Every DAO does need a turtle. Um, there you yeah. go. I'm going right, to step convinced. down in a second. It, I just wanted to kind of... It's um, worth... I, I totally also hunted on board on getting new team members just from like a perspective on people who do want to get involved. And it's worth talking about if whether this is something about the culture we want to change. But the way generally like people have gotten involved in something like this is to just kind of do the job. Like if someone just starts bringing a ton of awesome projects to, to the fund, then it's like a no-brainer to add them. Um, I mean, that's how Kevin ended up here. That's how that's how I ended up here, um, and then Jake started the chain. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's worth discussing if that is the culture we want going forward. But like for people interested, that is kind of the main way people have been getting involved so far. Yeah. So uh, I'm just gonna I'll quickly finish up and then I'll step down. Thanks for everyone's time. Um, I think the first foot around the growth, uh, the Grow Juno fund in particular. I think uh, uh, Jack summed it up very well. Uh, I was very much just looking for kind of uh, some expanded wording around uh, exactly why we're targeting now. And I think that'll probably be beneficial, Kevin, maybe if that's added to the Commonwealth proposal as to kind of totally how and, and why and what we're trying to target there. That might kind of give some more insight for the community. Um, yep. he, his summary was perfect, right? It explains exactly what we're looking and why we're doing it now and uh, exactly what's involved in doing that, which kind of helps um, the second part around the DAOs is primarily, uh, I see a lot of feedback from the community around uh, how many sub DAOs there are uh, and what those sub DAOs are in control of. Uh, and I feel like uh, I get the impression the community feels like they're losing uh, control of, you know, parts of Juno. Uh, and I think, the, you know, the, there might be this perception that uh, everything's being split into sub DAOs and we're voting in sub DAOs and then we lose control of that entire element or that aspect of, of Juno. Um, so I think by having some level of community input into some of those, not, not all of the more, you know, critical ones like, you know, hack Juno or security DAOs and stuff, but, you know, certain ones where there's, you know, funding that, uh, is bringing, you know, uh, teams or protocols into Juno. I think that's a very good example of where you could have, you know, a few community members involved in those discussions to then 
uh, have buy-in or, or weigh-in on those discussions around exactly what we want to fund to bring to uh, the, the chain and the ecosystem. Yeah, and I think it's important to make sure that we're constantly getting more new community members involved. Um, and, you know, I think that there's, like, the whole idea of sub-DAOs is that sub-DAOs are, like, completely controlled by the community. Um, so if the community doesn't like a sub-DAO or doesn't like a particular sub-DAO, they can vote to dissolve that sub-DAO or to, like, remove funds from that sub-DAO. Um, and I think that's cool. Um, one of the other things that um, we're working on with a DAO contract soon, uh, it's going to be uh, like limitations on spending. So a sub DAO might get a certain amount of budget, but they can only spend it so fast. Um, I think there's just so much potential for and like room for like innovation with the whole sub DAO system, but really do want to hear the community feedback on it. Um, we don't want it, this to be like a group of a bunch of in, insiders. In many ways, it's a way for us to organize people that really care passionately about stuff. Like if you care really a lot about business development, like, or if you care a lot about marketing, or if you care a lot about, you know, security, like providing different avenues where people in their different interests can like focus and like specialize on core decisions while also being fully accountable to the main Juno DAO and all the Juno token holders. At least that's what we're trying for. So... Um, and always, as always, open to a lot of suggestions on ways we can improve for, going forward. Um, yeah, to me, to me, a big thing that I think would be really helpful on these on these multi sigs is just like better, like kind of a way for like when the multi sig proposals are like more visible and giving people a space to comment and talk about them and making like the actions and ideas like much more visible. I think could be really helpful for incorporating members of the community allowing people to participate and eventually finding more people to join the multi-sig to make it better, stronger, have a more diverse thought. Um, I think there's some really, really exciting stuff we can do. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm really hoping that Hal like builds out some really cool discussion stuff around this, but uh, we'll see how, how it evolves. But yeah, that's a really great suggestion. Simon, I saw you hopped up here. Sup fam. Uh, sorry if it cuts out a little bit of the stuffing in traffic. Um, I missed sort of a bit of the start of the discussion, but I, I think it's a, you know, we've talked, talked a bit about with Jack, like an investment DAO uh, on Juno. I think it's a brilliant idea. I think, you know, many people kind of underestimate the like importance of having, you know, good funding for projects uh, to build. And, you know, and, you know, every, every other L1 ecosystem have pretty solid, uh, you know, grant programs. I know that, you know, Jake has said this, like grant programs are just so important in terms of attracting builders in. Um, and helping in like, you know, those initial stages or to help with, you know, kind of development. Um, and uh, then, you know, obviously building out of the of business development for Juno, but I think, you know, I think the marketing and business development will happen more at a protocol level than it will at a chain level. I mean, the chain level is important as well, and that's more to get on projects, but then the marketing uh, will, will, will likely happen at a, like a chain, like a, a protocol level in terms of the depths um, will, will drive the marketing to Juno. But you need that. You still need that business development to acquire lots of those those dApps. So it's interesting. Um, working currently on building out uh, early stages of a Cosmos accelerator. Uh, so as part of like the Cosmos accelerator and, and the accelerator, it will you know help advance some of these projects of you know marketing and uh, you know branding and and getting funding from from uh, potential investors and stuff like that as like a form of of advancing that. And so I think that could be really interesting in terms of like early stages pro projects getting grants 
getting funding to kind of get up to a certain level and then go into kind of a pipeline to help them uh, get all the other pieces in place to, to create success and to create, you know, thriving uh, dApps. So, yeah, it, it, I think it's a brilliant idea. Yeah, I, I think uh, the, the counter side to this is, one, we're make a fund that's like a Juno community pool funded fund, but then also working to, like you're saying, increase outside capital being invested in Juno and really making Juno an attractive place for, for other people to put money in so our projects can have consistent funding, can have multiple lines, multiple people to talk to, and then all of us kind of working together. Like, and your accelerator, you know, can bring deals to, to the community to the, the grow fund. And I, I think it could be, we were getting close to building a really great funding ecosystem. Yeah, we need money. Look, um, I mean, this is, this is, I mean, this isn't a, this is kind of a no brainer, but it's not often talked about or thought about too much. Like if money is staying within the ecosystem and it's just going round and round and round, it is just getting diluted a lot of the time. Like if you, if you have the same, you know, like the same money in the ecosystem and you create, you know, you create a fund and it comes from, uh, you know, even from Juno, it's it's money that's coming still out of this this similar ecosystem. So we still need to bring in money from outside sources. And that's you know, I mean, the the V word, which I know many of the community don't don't like too much, or you know, retail adoption, which is a bit slower and takes a, a lot. We need to start bringing in you know large amounts of money from outside of Cosmos to keep up with the uh, the growth. Because you launch sixty protocols and you don't bring in more money, then that just gets split between these 60 protocols or they, or they end up starving. Like uh, the money just goes to osmosis. It goes to the main hubs and everything else just starves out and doesn't get any TVL or, 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 or money. So yeah, we need to, we need to really, and I know Jake has, we've talked, we've talked about this a fair bit and, and a lot of people are just focused on really outreaching and bringing large amounts of capital into the ecosystem to keep up with the growth. Yeah. And, and I think the way we, we start this one is direct conversations and two is convincing getting projects that are, that are funded by by people from outside the ecosystem, and then when they see their investments moving onto Juno, they become much more interested in like what else, where what else they can fund if they if these projects are successful. So I to, I agree. This is VCs are scary, but we do need funding. Yeah, I mean we we need a we need a healthy ecosystem. Like I've never said that we like should not have any VCs on the platform at all. No, it's about like, I mean Juno is a permissionless chain. Any project can launch, and if they raised VC money, it doesn't matter. They can still launch on Juno. Um, and so, yeah, we're just trying to build out a healthy investment ecosystem. I think there's a lot of exciting things to explore with what community growth funds can be used for and how community growth funds can also bring value to you know, Juno token holders. Um, but, you know, no one's denying the importance of, like, outside investment. That's also important to... Uh, it's an important thing to encourage and to like help, you know, seek out. Um, and I, you know, I think that there's probably a role for like, like business development focused, like individuals to like also be like kind of like paving the way for some of those people. <laughs> like maybe, maybe we start talking to, you know, to funds or whatever as well, because that's like, it's important to start having those conversations so that Gino gets on their radar so that they can understand why a team should choose to build on Juno rather than Solana. Because there's some really good reasons to do so. Um, like on Solana, you can't launch your own chain. But, you know, in Cosmos, you can start on Juno, take advantage of our really passionate community, airdrop to our users, and then launch your own chain. Great. And it's a bit like chicken and the egg as well, right? Like the, the chicken and the egg is that 
as you get more of this stuff set up and grants and, and platforms building like Terra Devs, then it then you attract more projects because you have, you know, better infrastructure, you know, it's better onboarding, it's easy to get into the ecosystem. There's more stuff there. So it it's kind of hard when you don't have as much uh, you know, as many dApps and, and infrastructure because it's a much bigger sell to bring projects on board, right? Um, so as, as that's getting built out, it's just going to have a, like a, a bit of like a snowball effect, right? You know, Cardo launching and you know, a lot of this stuff makes it easier to get users on. And then projects are like, okay, well, there's easier for users to get onto a build. And I think the grant will just accelerate that, the grant program. Every ecosystem has it. So I think it should be really, really key focused. Yeah, it's important for bootstrapping too. Like investors don't want to go places where there's no other projects and no other, you know, like there's not people using it. Like um, all these things create like all these things together create just virtuous cycles or reinforcing, you know, reinforcing loops. Sorry, sorry to bring up loops, but, you know, loops are cool Um, where, you know, like uh, more projects, you know, brings brings more users. more more projects and more users brings more investors or and potentially more developers and then all those things just kind of you know reinforce themselves you know the more cool shit that's launching launching the more like uh users want to check out the chain the more developers are interested in building on that chain the more investors are interested in investing projects building on that chain and in that community and so you know i think uh i think it's great the work that you're doing simon around like you know building out these like you know, kind of like more private side of like investment around this ecosystem. And that's like really, really awesome and, and really, really important. And would love to support you in that. However, however I can, you know, um, yeah, it's, and Kevin would love to have all the BD conversations that you can throw as well. Send them over. Um, totally. Agree. Yeah. Well, I just yeah. hired, we just, we just brought on like three or four, uh, business development team members for, for clip. So, um, I mean, we're going to focus on BD pretty hard, especially outside of Cosmos. So definitely love to have those conversations uh, more with you, Kevin, and figure out how we can get more projects and um, and uh, users and, and partnerships going. I think that's really key. Totally. I, I totally agree. And, you know, for me, it's, um, I think it's pretty simple. And, and um, you know, it's kind of a reiteration of what Jake said, but it's like, you know, we as a chain, we can attract the protocols and applications here and those attract the users and investors and those are the things which bring capital into the system and make the entire chain more valuable like you know let's say that we fund a project like Bavana, right and they come over and build a options protocol okay cool well now people who want to trade options can come over here they get some Juno, they see the ecosystem, and then they start seeing all of the other things happening in the ecosystem and participating with that. And they're trading NFTs on Loop Marketplace, and then they're engaging with all of the other applications that are available on the chain. And suddenly you have that user stickiness, right? They tell their friends. They may tell one of their friends it's an investor. Like These things tend to have exponential effects when done correctly. And there's no better time to do that than when you have momentum you know, if we're starting that momentum in what is still kind of a bearish market, we could say that's going to carry through and, and really reap rewards when things take off and, and as they invariably do. So um, I'm very excited about the future of that. I'm, you know, I love talking to all these brilliant people that are far smarter than myself and figuring out how we can help. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's 
It's just about putting the resources there to help facilitate really talented people building really cool shit. Sweet. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go take a nap because I'm still feeling under the weather. But this was a really great conversation and really appreciate it. And, but I, I did have one last question for Ben. When, when Juno swaps spaces? Yeah, uh, we hope to put on something next week. Um, talking to a few people about who we want to host. Um, definitely something we want to get done sooner rather than later. Hell yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, really enjoyed the conversations. Uh, hope everyone's having a great day. Absolutely. And uh, we should have a, a new proposal revised coming out this week and definitely get that up and uh, get some community input on that and uh, address all the things that we chatted about in this call and all that fun stuff. And thank you everybody for coming in and listening to all the updates and fun stuff. And yeah, let's fucking go. And uh, we'll, we'll chat again soon. Thanks everyone for coming up and speaking. Appreciate it. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Juno Ecosystem Growth and Sustainability Fund Space, hosted by Kevin Garrison. Recorded on Thursday, August 18th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Plink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead, or put it in new speakers It's a toss up, driver, or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble
Two spaces. 